Alright guys, welcome back to Like Minds Podcast. We keep forgetting to introduce ourselves. My name is Josh Allen. I'm a filmmaker, director, producer, content creator. With me is Adam Kuklich. Hi guys, my name is Adam Kuklich. I am an engineer by profession. I am also an entrepreneur and I have a strong interest in self-development, personal finance, and personal fitness. I've uh, been pretty into powerlifting for the last 11 years or so. Mm -hmm. Me and Adam started this podcast, Like Minds, to connect with Like Minds, but also to uh, hear ideas that from people that may, may not be like-minded. Today, it's just us. Today, we're talking amongst ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, me and Adam are very like-minded in this uh, topic that we're talking about today. Today, minimalism. we're going to yep, we're talk about digital minimalism. And before you guys get scared away and think that you got to get rid of your phone or something, uh, don't, don't be that afraid. We, we talk about some interesting ideas. And quite frankly, I think that this podcast has been one of the most value-packed podcasts that we've ever put out. I think we talked about a lot of interesting ideas that many people can really benefit from today. Absolutely. So you don't have to get rid of your phone uh, because that's probably what you're listening to this podcast on. And if you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit the like button, hit subscribe. And if you're listening on Anchor, like, rate, I don't even really know how that works. I'm a video guy. We're, we're just <laughs> getting into to Anchor. But that would really help us out. We'd appreciate it. And um, yeah, right now we're just going to go ahead and get into the episode. You guys enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back to the Like Minds podcast. Today we have an interesting idea and topic to discuss. Today we're gonna to talk about minimalism. Um, both Josh and I do have varying experience, varying experiences with the ideas of minimalism. Uh, we've both been trying to implement minimalistic ideas into our lives for the past, I don't know, what would you say, year or so? Yeah, around there. Um... Yeah, I'd like to, before we get into it, uh, well, specifically, we'll be talking today more about digital uh, minimalism. Adam has some ideas from a book that he's going to share with us, and then just some ideas that um, me and Adam uh, uh, have put into practice in the past. Uh, but minimalism in general, not specifically to digital minimalism, minimalism uh, is an idea that I'm sure you've heard uh, about now we want to do a podcast where we cover the lifestyle of minimalism as well um, and so I'm not going to spend too much time on it but in a lot of what I hear from people uh, that they think minimalism is a lot of times doesn't end up being what the what the movement is actually about and in fact I have the Google definition of it and it says that minimalism is all about living with less. This includes financial burdens such as debt and unnecessary expenses. For many minimalists, the philosophy is about getting rid of excess stuff and living life based on experiences rather than worldly possessions. Now, that's what you pretty much find when you Google minimalism. And I think Some, many, of, many of those principles are in line with yeah, minimalistic principles. Definitely. But from what I've learned from actual practitioners of minimalism um people like matt diavella um 
and some other YouTubers uh, I follow, most people, if you actually catch them in conversation, they talk about how minimalism is self-defined. There is no amount uh, too big or too little mm -hmm. to, so, to actually be a minimalist. So to, to describe that further, Josh's minimalism is going to be different than my minimalism because what the ideas of minimalism are really founded on is figuring out what you as an individual value and what your principles are and then working backward from there re-engineering your life to be in line with those uh ideas and principles and values that that uh belong to you so you know josh might value uh movie making significantly more than you know another person out there maybe maybe another person out there might not want to make movies with their life so maybe josh has a bunch of camera equipment that uh you know is conducive to what he values um but this isn't to say that every single person is going to have a bunch of camera equipment obviously so it really is a dynamic idea and it is uh basically tailored to the individual mm -hmm. uh, the way i like to think about it is uh, my, my definition of minimalism is really bringing intentionality to both your behaviors and your belongings. Mm -hmm. And again, what we'd like to do a full podcast, maybe it might even be the next one, on the lifestyle. But today we're specifically talking about digital minimalism. And I think that there are things in digital minimalism that everybody can put uh, into practice. And when I, when I approach digital minimalism, I'm really just taking um, my ideas from minimalism and applying them to my digital life. Now, mm -hmm. I believe that like it's getting to the point, would you say that digital minimalism is almost becoming a lifestyle as well? Maybe you'd have a better idea on that. I would say I would say that in while, while this does vary person to person, I would say that in the landscape that we as humans live in the, the 21st century in the year 2020 especially in the united states i would say that the practices and ideas that come from digital minimalism can uh definitely become a lifestyle mm -hmm. and and the reason i say that is because so many of our lives whether we are coherent coherently aware of this or not so much time out of our lives has been taken from us to the digital space primarily services like social media you have facebook instagram twitter snapchat TikTok, uh linkedin one thing that people fail to realize they think well yeah you know i don't have a social media problem it's it's not a, a burden in my life right but one of the things that i think people fail to realize is that that's how these companies make money. They are incentivized to have you spend more time on the platform. Uh, the average person in America, and when I say average person, I say average person. This is not the average teenager in America. The average person in America spends at least 50 minutes a day on Facebook products alone. This isn't really? including text messaging, YouTube, Netflix, none of that, right? Mm. So what needs to be realized is that that's exactly how these companies make their money. They monetize your time, okay? Because they sell advertisements. So the more money you, or the more time you spend on their platform, the more money they are making. So 
the question then becomes, well, how do you get, how do you engineer a product to, uh, you know, maximize the amount of time that your users spend? Well, this is where they've really manipulated the psychology of, of their users. There have been billions of dollars invested in to the manipulation of psychology. And uh, a lot of this comes from the invention of the like button. So whenever you see people talking about the benefits of social media, and there are some benefits of social media, you can keep up with people, you can connect to people. They're, they're frequently uh, referencing a time before the like button. All of their arguments hold true before the like button was introduced. But what, what you have with the like button is, um, you know, all for all throughout human existence, humans have had this inherent desire to fit in with the tribe, right? Because mm -hmm. if you don't fit in with the tribe, your chances of survival are significantly lowered, right? So uh, when you get signs and, and uh, symbols or body language from other people that, that you fit in with the tribe, you get dopamine. And dopamine is the neurotransmitter in your head that basically uh, tells you to keep doing this. It's a reward uh, system. Keep doing this. We like this. We want to do this more. So this is the exact mechanism that the like button is playing on and playing on in a big way. When you, when you go on to social media and see likes, uh, that reward system, that reward mechanism is being directly manipulated. So it's, it's causing you to, to want to go back to, uh, to the social media platforms in the same way that, say, uh, you know, a casino might do, a slot machine might mm -hmm. do. And a lot of that, uh, was that from the book that you're yeah. listening to? What's the name of that a, book? A lot of on? these ideas, uh, for those listening, you can, you can go read about these ideas in uh, the book called Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. Mm -hmm. He outlines many of these ideas very eloquently. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really, it really painted a picture for me, at least, what's going on. I, I was aware that you know these things were going on before because, you know, both you and I were were interested in the ideas of digital minimalism before we ever even knew about the book Digital Minimalism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what that book did for me was really reaffirm those ideas and and even introduce new ones in the same space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and I. Uh, I, I haven't read the book, so a lot of this information is uh, is new to me as well. Um, so digital minimalism it can it will probably definitely be uh, talked about the same way that just minimalism as a lifestyle is talked about now. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and I, I think it, one thing we got like as humans, we have to come up with names. And then when something has a name, then it's more likely to be a trend. And I think that's what ends up happening. And, and that's definitely happened with minimalism. It became uh, a trend. And then when it has a name, you can talk about it. And it had, and then it can maybe even have a face, you know, with uh, some of the practitioners. But they're all still, at their core, just ideas. Certainly. Um, and even before I knew what any of this was, I was getting into the habits, or at least had a desire to not be on uh, my phone all the time and, mm -hmm. and trying to use that time uh, uh, more efficiently. Um, now, the thing is, I, I, a lot of what I do, I need my phone for. Mm -hmm. um, 
the vlog that I do weekly with uh, my company, Procore Media, we shoot on our phone. So I'm using my smartphone all the time. Mm-hmm. It's a very useful device. Um, and, I, and I also think that uh, um, I, I don't like the idea that social media is... Um, is it, I definitely think that social media has a lot of pros and, and, and it mm-hmm. is good to connect with people and, and you can stay uh, up with people so long as you're using it as a tool and not a device. Precisely. And, uh, and, and in my experience, you know, I've got friends that I keep up with over social media and I have had friendships and I have friendships that just wouldn't exist without mm-hmm. Snapchat, Instagram, etc. Like Mitch. Um, I, I wouldn't talk to... Uh, our friend Mitch who lives in Michigan mm-hmm. I wouldn't have as good of a friendship as I think I do if it wasn't for those devices so they definitely have their place mm-hmm. and I think that's the problem when you start talking when you use the word minimalism mm-hmm. because people are like oh like you just want me to like get rid of everything get rid of everything and, and that stop is doing so not yeah true. And that's that's far from um what it actually is and, and most practitioners will tell you that it's um, it's self-defined. So again, it's it's very different for me because I, I consider myself um, uh, or I, I consider my smartphone a very valuable tool. I'm a mm-hmm. content creator. So I use it and I, and I get a lot of value out of it. One of the things that uh, you said was, you you know, you're, you're touching on the, the idea that you use these services as tools to accomplish tasks that you may or may not find valuable, right? So... That's one of the biggest distinctions between a digital minimalist and someone who is not a digital minimalist is the digital minimalist will use services that he or she finds valuable as tools, right? He or she does not allow the service to use them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The, the digital minimalist will get what he or she needs out of the service, out of the tool, and then leave the rest, happily leave the rest, right? So... That's important to uh, to make make the distinction there. One of the things I wanted to tell you about, which which is a possibility, because you know you're a content creator, I am a content creator, I have uh, a business, right? Social media can be a very valuable asset when it comes to uh, letting people know about what it is you do. So one of the uh, one of the ideas that I've come across recently that I want to get your opinion on because you're a content creator, I'm a content creator, I have a business, you have a business, we need to connect with our following, right? Well, there's this idea of, and a lot of digital minimalists do this, who actually need to use the services, they delete Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, they delete all of these things off of their uh, smartphone so it's never on their smartphone because uh, the the innate desire to want to go on these services largely stems from the ubiquitous nature of smartphones always being accessible. Yeah, and they're just in fully every, integrated. In every moment, I can look at my phone. I can I can check the feed, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea here is don't give these services the the uh, power of even having that enter your mind right Mm -hmm. so the idea here would be 
you still use these services, but instead of using them on your smartphone, you would use them on the web. So log on through your MacBook or your, your uh, laptop, mm-hmm. log into Facebook, log into Instagram, and do the business you need to conduct that way, mm-hmm. or, or Twitter or whatever it is, because you don't always have a laptop on you, right? You can't always check your Twitter feed, you know? So that's kind of the idea mm-hmm. there. What are your thoughts on, on uh maybe trying to implement something like that from a content creator standpoint yeah so I, um yeah i've got some thoughts on that I, I want to i want to touch on that and i wanted to touch on that specifically because um again like we were saying uh it's a lot of people just won't even think about digital minimalism because i mean there's going to be a lot of content creators like social media influencers like imagine us being a social media influencer or, or wanting to be able to do that mm-hmm. and somebody's coming to you with the idea of digital minimalism and not having apps or whatever you're like sure. well i just can't do that because that's what i want my um my job to be and and the thing is this is again it's self-defined and if that if you need it for your job and you use it effectively for your job then there's nothing stopping you from being uh, a digital minimalist and being intentional about your what you use these um, uh, devices for. And also you have, um, uh, like Gary Vee pushes uh, the idea um, that, you, you know, Gary Vee uh, says a lot, like you need to be on all platforms. This is an idea that he, um, uh, that he brings up a lot, that uh, every entrepreneur, especially content creators, should have all platforms and should be posting to all platforms and i used to uh i used to think that and i don't i don't want to say that i fully disagree with that idea i think that um i think it's multi-faceted if you can make content and post to every platform Mm -hmm. and you can do that and that doesn't affect your happiness Mm-hmm. And you don't overly stress out if you can do that mm-hmm. then i would actually say then yeah then you should like if you if Precisely. you can do that then yeah. then you should because it will be good for your business but for me i, I started to find out like man i kind of get burnt out when i'm i'm like going at every mm-hmm. platform or when i'm feeling pressure to create content mm-hmm. for every plat uh platform so to get around to to uh to your idea and and my thoughts on it um this year, which will be different to previous years in my life, I'm going to, uh, and I haven't fully decided, but like, I think I'm going to spend most of my time this year picking which platforms I like the most and I get the most value, value out of mm-hmm. and focus in on those and not worry um, too much about having a quote unquote mm-hmm. presence on on uh, other platforms yeah, so you should if, if nothing else just do a little trial period uh maybe just trying to only access them through the web version so the, and not I, on your smartphone yeah so to get to um that specific idea uh, i have done that in the past um this is before i was i considered myself a content creator i definitely when i was I was like around 19. There was, I mean, I've been a long time. I didn't have social media on my phone. Mm-hmm. I, I had actually uh, deleted it all. It all came back because I got back into media uh, and content creation. That's why I ended up with the apps on my phone again. Mm-hmm. Um, another, so one thing 
this is kind of a weird mental thing for me. What I would like to do um, is I'd, uh, I, I, I set up uh, rules for myself. So when I'm editing and when I'm working at my computer, most of the time I turn my phone off for at least three hours. Mm-hmm. And you can't just turn your phone off. You have to put it in a completely different room. <laughs> so Bad. turn your phone off and put it in a in a different room mm-hmm. so then that gives that so you have that same like the the it's a larger barrier to yeah yeah you, I, I can't i can't um mm-hmm. just pick it up so i do that now the reason i want to and ideally i'd like to actually look into getting a second device which is you know oh man this blasphemy we're talking about minimalism and i want to get two devices in terms of my um digital minimalism uh, if I could get a second device, whether that's a smartphone or not, even if it was a flip phone, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, I, I would just have one device that I could always have on me mm-hmm. uh, that I could use as a cellular device because we all need that. Um, yeah. And um, and then I would just use the one that has the apps mm-hmm. um, essentially when I need them. Now, here's the weird like mental thing that I have. I Whatever apps I do decide to use, I still want to be using them through the app because i feel like if i were so like if i were to just just delete the um the apps off my phone Mm -hmm. and use them through the browser i feel like i still would just access them through the browser so what i'm saying is you you would have to make the distinction where you can only access them through your wet your laptop Oh, your laptop, like that, not your phone. Oh, okay. They, basically, the idea here is no, your your phone never sees social any social media. media okay, period. gotcha, gotcha. You, okay, you because you already use your laptop as a productivity machine, right? Mm-hmm. So it would just be extending that mm-hmm. to where okay. I I consider uh, social media to be part of my productivity. So for that reason, my phone doesn't see any social media whatsoever mm-hmm. because. If you're still looking it up through the browser, then yeah, you're in the same boat that you were in before. Yeah, you yeah. Know? The idea here would be your phone doesn't see social media, period, you know? Okay. So yeah, that, that'd be kind of the idea. I, th- I think the, the most important, um, and, and if you're somebody who's considering, you know, practicing digital minimalism or wanting to get into it, I hope that uh, at the same time, we're kind of going back and forth with uh, different ideas. You're coming up with your own ideas mm, and things sure. like that. Um, and, and in different ways at, at its core we're, to, we're talking about just the if you if you can just have large periods of your day where mm-hmm. you just don't have access to um, social media you're gonna see benefits I, I had to because mm-hmm. I, I realized that uh, especially with the current conditions I'm not working right now so I'm home all day I was it was so palpable the the negative of effects of me scrolling to my mm-hmm. anxiety. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it, it would, fills the void. It was well. It was it. It's such a vicious cycle because I would scroll for an hour on Twitter, like when the uh, shutdown first happened. Mm-hmm. Would scroll for hours, knowing that it was going to feel awful when I stopped. Yeah, it, because it would just spike my. Uh, Anxiety, just just being on uh, social media, mm-hmm. um, and I I, like, I I need to know more about the um, the studies for that because I don't think it's even just the content that you take in, just using those social media. Yeah, it's it's uh, um, it's a replacement for real life interaction, which is a problem. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, it, then that becomes a vicious cycle because, like, I got to the point where it's like, 
if I if I didn't get on uh, Twitter, I knew I'd be fine for the day. Yeah. But if I did get on, I knew that I was gonna like have a lot of anxiety when I get and, off of it. So then you end up on it longer, trying is, to delay the anxiety. This, this this touches on that point that you brought up with with Gary V. Before we get into this, I want to preface this with I I respect Gary V. I respect his work ethic, but when he is saying that you know everybody should be on everything, I I disagree with him. And the reason I say that is because there are studies and there is data that is conclusively pointing to that uh, the, the fact that uh, anxiety and depression and suicide rates have increased substantially. And the only thing that has really changed in this amount of time is uh, the uh, introduction of the ubiquitous smartphone and ubiquitous access to mm. social media. So. No, I don't think that everybody should be on everything all the time because if you go on something, you are just a little bit more likely that day to then get hooked right back into the slot machine mm -hmm. because of the addictive nature of mm -hmm. the devices. So, mm -hmm. so if everybody on them nonstop creating content, pushing them out, this, that, and the other, if everybody is doing this, then this you could view that as... Uh, directly contributing to the increases of anxiety and depression, mm -hmm. which I don't think is good. I think if, if you are going to use these services, you should really uh, figure out why you're using them and how you can use them. How can you use these tools? Not just Instagram is a tool for me. Uh, I need to use this tool. Mm -hmm. Coming up with set rules on how you are going to use the tool, I think is... Uh, is important if any of this that we're talking about is resonating with you to any extent uh, I want to give uh, my personal two cents on trying to implement digital minimalism in my own life right because uh, it it is not going to be quite as easy as you might think it will um, I probably started this I don't know maybe five months ago or so uh, I, I took the step to delete or to disable notifications from not only all of the apps on my phone, but also text messaging, right? Mm -hmm. So you would think like, oh, you no longer have notifications. You no longer have the little, you know, uh, things popping up on your screen. You're, you're going to use your, your apps less, right? Well, I can confidently attest to the fact that that did not change my social media use whatsoever. It had zero impact. I was checking Instagram just as frequently. I was checking uh, my texts just as frequently. No, no difference uh, occurred. Now, the next uh, development that I introduced into my digital minimalism journey was I started the practice of deleting Instagram off my phone and only deleting or only uh, re-downloading it when I needed to use it. So if I needed to post about like a YouTube video or a lifting PR or whatever, I would download the app, post it, I might scroll through it for 10, 20 minutes and then delete it again. And first, uh, the first like few days of doing this, I, I was so addicted to the platform that I would find myself re-downloading the app every day for maybe five days in a row for some reason or another right like oh y your brain will justify reasons why you need to do it you know yeah, yeah. Mm. 
But uh, what ended up happening was maybe after the first week or so, uh, it started to stay off my phone. And it, it stayed off my phone, uh, you know, for, for weeks at a time. I need to use it. Okay, re-download it. Okay, use it, then delete it, right? So this did affect the amount of time that I used Instagram. But what happened was that the problem was not solved. Because while my Instagram time was down substantially, the void was not filled. Something uh, productive or meaningful did not fill the void. So then what ended up happening was the amount of time that I spent on YouTube skyrocketed. Mm. Probably equal, if not more, than, uh, than when I was just using everything, right? Right. So uh, I, I realized something needed to happen. So, so that's when I started reading the book Digital Minimalism. And in the book, uh, Cal Newport talks about these ideas and how these little hacks that people try and implement, these little hacks almost never work, right? So what he recommends is a 30-day cold turkey quit all optional uh, digital services. All, right? This means no Instagram, no Facebook, no, uh, no YouTube, no Netflix, things like this, right? And uh, so I, I decided to do this this challenge right now. What is what is the date? Is it the sixteenth? I believe so. I'm, I'm three days into this challenge, and the whole purpose of this challenge is to really self evaluate and figure out what it is you value. This should not be viewed as like a detox where the the thirty days is over. Okay, we download everything you had before. No, the idea here is figure out what you value and then construct a, a systematic and structured approach to using tools uh, to, to fulfill what you value. And you have to ask yourself the question, is this service the best solution to my problem, right? So, so you know, I'm very interested to see, you know, how, how, this, how this month develops from an from a introspective yeah. perspective. Um, one of the things that you're gonna run into if you if you try and do something like this is While you can't go on like YouTube or Netflix the void isn't necessarily just gonna be filled It'll leave you feeling antsy. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to kind of look into to trying other things. Maybe it maybe it's you start writing more Maybe it's you go on a walk with your dog more Maybe it's you start reading more um, One of the things that I'm doing in tandem with this challenge. I've, I've been thinking about doing this for a while, but I could never justify starting it uh, is stretching for 30 minutes every day for 30 days. So I'm actually using this digital minimalism, I'm using the free time that this frees up to actually make sure I stretch for 30 minutes every day. So, so you can do creative things like that. You can, you can kind of do two challenges at once, once, which, you know, could be interesting, but uh, I just kind of want to let you guys know, that it's it's not going to be as simple as just getting rid of your notifications or even just re-downloading uh, Instagram when you need to use it. The void will be filled, and unless you are intentional or intentional about filling that void, then uh, your problems will not be solved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, um, I I think I kind of already went into uh, some of the things that. Some of the ways that I've, um, wouldn't be getting a flip phone, man. <laughs> I, re I really do want to do that. I, um, let's, let's do it. I, uh, I'd like to have, uh, just a, 
a minimalistic device like so that I can um, uh, you know have a cell phone for emergencies mm -hmm. um, and like when I get back to working and be able to take it when I'm out um, like I said I think uh, not 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 just the apps on it but the physical smartphone device has a lot of tools that I use for, mm -hmm. I mean I, I use pretty much everything on it from the um, from the camera and the voice recorder mm -hmm. uh, all for video stuff so I can't I, I can't get just, rid of everything. yeah I can't get rid of the actual device but from in my experience yeah, there's fine. such a exactly and and there's it, such it, a those aren't those aren't the apps with the with the billions of dollars invested yeah. in keeping time on it you know what I mean yeah 100% um, and anytime I can just not have it on me mm -hmm. is um, uh, is always good and, and I think that could be for uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know with maybe some of the ideas that we're talking about oh well definitely the flip phone idea <laughs> definitely err on the side of extreme um, yeah. and the thing is you don't you don't have to be extreme uh, mm -hmm. and, and even um, you know this is the one thing that I would like uh, 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 Matt Deville actually has an interview with um, with Gary V uh, and so one thing that I, 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 that is interesting to me when it comes to any of this when it comes to any idea that's presented to you make sure you're listening to everything that the um, presenter is saying the reason I, I like following um, uh, Matt Diavella and uh, guys like Gary Vee and, and Gary Vee is somebody who's very extreme if you listen to what he says people miss this a lot he says some really extreme stuff mm -hmm. but every other third video he reminds you but if you're what you're doing works and you're happy mm -hmm. do that for sure and um, and, and sure. that's what uh, that's what's most important if whatever you're doing works then do that but if there's um things like in my life i know that there's things that i was struggling with and i saw that these were uh, these you know time away from my phone uh was helping and 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 some here a couple suggestions i have that are not extreme at all you know find a moment in your day like now what i'll do like when i well again before the shutdown when i was coming home from work what i would do and i have like three roommates uh what i was doing is i'd get home from work I have a wireless charging uh, pad, which I recommend. Those are fantastic mm -hmm. because it's so easy to just like, okay, I'm dropping my phone to charge it. Mm -hmm. And I would just leave it there, leave it in my, leave my phone in my bedroom. And whenever I was in common areas in, in the house, like the living room, kitchen, dining room, um, I just wouldn't have my phone on me. And uh, that made a difference. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, uh, I, if you have an iPhone, there's the screen time tool, which is a great tool. You can actually see in real time, like, mm -hmm. am I actually cutting down on screen time? Is it, uh, is it up? Um, so yeah, something practical like that, like come home, put it on your desk when you're, uh, making dinner. That's mm -hmm. gonna, that's gonna cut down, uh, your screen time. And, and these are the, these are the hacks that actually work because the device is not in your hand. Precisely. That's, uh, and, that's and, an important point. Uh, another one for me is, oh, th and this is, uh, this is a big one. This is probably like drive some people crazy. Don't bring your phone into the bathroom because <laughs> yeah. that turns a, that turns a five minute bathroom trip for me into like a half hour endeavor. Yeah. And whenever you go to a friend's house or, or something, like there's nothing wrong with leaving your phone in the car, mm -hmm. right? Like 
Yeah, you might have the mindset where like, well, I need the phone because it's what if I have an emergency, right? Well, in an emergency, if if the phone is in your car or someone or somewhere away from you, you still have it for that capability, you know. But uh, I don't think you really need the phone on you one hundred percent of the time. And this is something that I think you're a little better at than I am currently. Is just just being able to work in another room than your phone. I've I've been doing that, especially on this thirty day challenge. I really haven't had a need to use my phone, so mm-hmm. uh, I, I have been doing that during the last three days. But uh, I, I think that's definitely a hack that that probably would work. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you were talking about the flip phone idea, and that's kind of what I wanted to tell you about earlier. That phone that I came across. Oh yeah, you said you found a phone. Yeah, so it, it was mentioned in the book Digital Minimalism. Look it up on Google right now. It's okay. called the uh, the Light Phone. The Light Phone. And basically, you can use this phone in tandem with your smartphone. So you can like really? just take out the SIM card of your smartphone and plug it into this one, I guess. Hmm. And uh, basically it is uh, the definition of uh, like a minimalist phone. Let's see if we can find it here. Here, go, go to the Light Phone website. Oh, is it? Yeah, try oh, to see light, what L-I-G-H-T, not light as in... It, it, is, it, it is a phone specifically designed for digital minimalism, which, which is pretty interesting, you know? Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, it, it really it's it's cool to to see innovation going <laughs> I don't want to say in the opposite direction but in a, <laughs> in an intentional direction that that really allows you to have your time man you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. man it's yeah all these things are so nuanced too like all these mm-hmm. um uh like I, I I think that's innovation because it's innovation for uh your mind um the, and and again, like I I wanna I hope that it's coming off that like like even between the two of us, how different like that minimalism uh, mm-hmm. looks and how different it is uh, even between the two of us. I'm I'm a filmmaker. I mm-hmm. find value in inter- like right now. Um, I I'm using uh, Netflix. I've never used Netflix, but. I'm watching movies that I've wanted to watch literally for years mm-hmm. as a filmmaker to study to mm-hmm. uh, and and some some films from some directors that I really want to but I like I would get to points in my life where I was too busy to watch a movie mm-hmm. and now because of the shutdown I have time to do that mm-hmm. you know what I mean so the idea of demonizing content itself I don't think there's a lot of value it's the it's the, the way ad- you consume the it. way you consume it and the and the addictions that uh, can be surrounded or that that can come from them but yeah like right now so you know if you're listening to this conversation um, and you're not interested in uh, or, or if in some way we've said something that makes you feel like we're talking down about all these things that's not the case I like I said, I'm using Netflix more right now, and I'm at, and I'm I'm using it and getting value out of it right now. Mm-hmm. It's just about being um, self-aware at what you're using it for and what you're doing with it. I'm also using on some days because you know being home, uh, there's a lot of anxiety with the shutdown and a lot of depression that I'm dealing with. I'm also using. Instagram and Twitter right now more than I was but those I know are negative you know mm-hmm. as far as that 
that usage. Now, once uh, we get out of this, and if I'm still using Instagram um, and I'm really active on the two or three platforms I decide are really beneficial to my business, but it's bringing value to my business, then I'm, that's what I should be doing. And, and, I'm, and I'm bringing uh, value to my business. So it's, it's, it's multifaceted. There is no, there's no, um, there's no little, uh, oh, you just stop this forever or you do this forever or you know what I mean? Some people, it can work like that. Our uh, intention with this podcast is to not convert you to the side of minimalism. Rather, just to get you to think about what it is you actually value and how you can use tools to accomplish what you value rather than having these tools and services mm -hmm. use you. I, I would also like to say that many of the ideas talked about in... Uh, this particular podcast uh, did stem, at least from my end, from reading that book, Digital Minimalism. So if you're really interested in an in-depth version of learning about digital minimalism and everything that comes along with it, you can go and buy the book Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. And if you're only moderately uh, interested, I would recommend Matt Diavello. It's a YouTube uh, YouTuber. He's got a couple... 10 minute videos on for uh, sure and that and he, he he's packs got some stuff. great videos man. yeah he's got a whole bunch of value and a, and a lot of very practical stuff um so if that's something that uh you know we'll probably i'll link it in um our link description. It in the description yeah um yeah you know i would love to hear from you guys about uh, if you practice any form of digital minimalism or just minimalism um and if you don't i want to know why yeah. I, want to, I want to know your justification for not thinking that minimalism is a viable option in your life. I, I would love to hear that justification mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Or if there's uh, another practice entirely that, that we have never talked about. Surely. Share them, share them in the comments. And, uh, you know, it's... Where, where is... Uh, I'd love to talk to a maximist. A maximalist? <laughs> that's gotta be. I feel like that's around the corner. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you really think about it, man, I feel like most no. Americans most are Americans, maximalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. consumer culture that, that has manifested itself. Yeah. But yeah, you know, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, as always, if you guys are interested in talking about any ideas, you can definitely hit us up. And if you even want to come on the podcast, send us a message and we'll, we'll definitely be open to having you guys come on. We, we want to talk to some interesting people who are doing some cool stuff out there so mm -hmm. definitely don't don't be afraid to reach out to us if, if that's something that uh is up your alley yeah absolutely i think we'll end it there yeah that uh how long did we go with that it's probably, probably our longest about, one yeah it's probably gonna be about 40 40 minutes uh i enjoyed that, that yeah was a good i enjoyed it too yeah all right all right have a good week guys and stay safe peace <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha